welcome back to the Circle of the Drain podcast with your three hosts, Adam, Ryan, Jared. And today we're coming back for our fourth episode. Um, guest list today. Yeah, no guest. Unfortunately, stuck with the three of us for another wonderful episode. Um, you yeah, start us off? I would like to start. There's been something on my mind. And I wanted to kick it to you guys because something very bizarre happened to me. I really haven't been able to get my head around it. And I'm hoping that you two can add to the conversation. Here's what happened. About three times a week, I wind up going to the grocery store. That's a very normal thing for me to do. Usually in the morning. For some reason, we will be out of whatever. Usually it's coffee creamer. Or the kids need something for lunch. Or, you know, Jen's making a dinner and she wants me to run and get some kind of uh, ingredient that we're missing. This particular morning, I get to the grocery store. We're out of eggs. So I buy eggs, a few other items. I go to checkout bag all my own groceries, and then when I get home, I just start putting things away, right? Very normal morning. I empty all of the bags, I put the eggs in the refrigerator, and I notice that there's still weight to my my plastic jewel bag. Thinking I didn't I didn't miss anything. There's what what's still in the bag. And so I, I open the bag and there's a single egg in the bottom of the bag, which is strange because I didn't open the carton. Although, you know, I probably, I did open the carton because I always do to check it to see if any of the eggs are broken. They weren't. That's why I purchased the eggs. So I'm thinking that maybe an egg had fallen out. I pull the eggs out of the refrigerator. There's 12 eggs in the carton. So somewhere. Bonus egg. Bonus egg. Somewhere along the line, a rando egg ends up in a shopping bag without, didn't come from my carton. Some poor sucker is at home right now with 11 eggs, thinking he got ripped off. How did that egg get in my bag? So, just to clarify, you bagged them. I bagged like, them. Self-checkout. Self-checkout. Correct. Okay. So, it wasn't like a cashier slipping you an extra egg well but i don't think so i bagged it right was the so like when you're at the self-checkout the bags are like flat on the the little hook thing yes was it it was like completely normal looking i don't think i don't think i knew to check yeah i guess that's true because sometimes when you bag something in front of it it automatically pulls the bag open of the one behind it right but hmm. my question is, what do I do with it? Do I just throw it away? That seems very wasteful to me. Can I trust it? How long has it been in there? Is it still good? I mean, does it taste better? Well, you, I mean, you tell me. I fed it I mean, to you. You ate the bonus egg? (laughs) I ate it? You absolutely did. I put it in the refrigerator. That's great. Um, How did it taste? 
How did it taste? It tasted like an egg. Mm-hmm. How it, did you? It, it, it had a bit of bonus flavor to it. Oh, bonus! Did it taste oh. like free ninety nine? Yeah, it tasted like a free egg. Nice. It was so free. How did you? How did you cook the egg? I don't remember. <laughs> I eat I eat eggs way too regularly to know the difference. I between. cooked the egg. Oh, you cooked you, the you egg. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't going to eat it. Okay. I didn't want to get sick. So you just... Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, for sure. I cool. thought... Listen, if you get to a store and you're thinking you're buying 12 eggs and you get home and you've got a baker's dozen, right? There's 13 of them jammers. Like, you've, you feel like you, you've been living right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I don't want to eat it because what if I get sick? I'm willing to get Adam sick because he's younger, he's stronger. True. Right? He's going to rebound faster. Yeah. He, he can afford to miss school. I can't afford to miss work. Yeah. So if he tosses all day because of a bad egg, <laughs> I do not care. Wow. 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 This is, this is a well, lot for me. Plus, to I get a free, like a free breakfast out of it for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and probably a free lunch because he's not even going to eat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're just yeah, saving you money. You thought about all this around. a lot. Well, it, listen. You know, you open. I mean, it, you open a bag and there's a, you know, a loose loose food in bags is strange. I'm kind of. Amazed I understand that, but the, I I'm definitely a part of like the. I guess the school of thought kind of pertaining to bonus fries in bags. Okay. If, Those taste the best. Yeah. It's like the Lord has best blessed you with extra fries, hmm. even though we all really know that it's just the same amount of fries. Some spilled out. Yeah. But it feels better. Yeah, it does. Thinking about it. That I'm way. kind of amazed that the egg was just loose in the bag. And I then know. on the way home, it didn't break. It didn't. Break. It, didn't it was sitting at the bottom of the bag. That's the thing. That's it. Wow. It should have been broken. Well, it shouldn't have been there at all. It shouldn't have. Yeah. This is a Christmas miracle, but not during Christmas. But dead summer. It's a miracle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just didn't know what to do with it. It's like, do right. I toss it and be wasteful? Do I do I attempt to eat it and maybe get some you know salmonella? Like, yeah. what is my? I mean, so you know, I rolled my di- I rolled the dice with yeah. Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I figured he can be, he can be the one I tested on. <laughs> yeah. It turned out okay. Yeah, I yeah, mean, he yeah. Looks good. He's uh, mm-hmm. still still alive. Stuff. Um, what's never the, been better. What's the acceptable response to loose food in bags? Like, mm-hmm. if you're buying grapes and the bag spills over, you know, no problem. Yeah. You were mm-hmm. buying grapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're buying grapes and then you pull your grapes out and there's a bunch of loose cherries at the bottom of the bag and you didn't purchase cherries are you trusting them i mean they're cher- i i feel like i am still i'm very uh, trusting of food and that I that would like when you talk about like living in like previous eras or like medieval times i would get poisoned so easily <laughs> Why? Like I would die of poisoning so fast. I just eat it. I definitely would eat it. You're just taking the chance. I, I feel like I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I did. I. So I you're taking a chance on loose food, food and bags. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel. I mean. Whatever. It's food. I'm definitely. It's food. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's still. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine, right? And if it's not, rub some dirt on it. Yeah. Right. I'll be fine. 
maybe right. sick for what a doesn't days. kill you makes you stronger that's right exactly what's i mean what's like the best loose food definitely fries right shoot like like bonus bonus food best bonus food i mean oh what else gosh. do you get extra of i mean even though loose fries aren't really extra but like now we're talking about like a scenario you purchased a bag of food and what's the best thing that awaits you at the bottom? Yeah. Theoretically. Yes. Hypothetically. Yes. The thing that, that awaits you, you at the bottom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bottom of the barrel. What is the best bottom of the barrel food? Yes. Except I, in this term, it's the bag. Yeah. But I love it when I order fries and I'll get like an onion ring. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, right? No, enthusiastically no, no. agrees with that. That's, it's like I wasn't expecting it. But right. man, am I happy! It's it like happened. a little little present in the back. Yeah, I agree. Like and, somebody's really looking and out you for wonder, me. Wonder, you know, did did the fast food worker just accidentally throw it in there, or they're like, I'm gonna make this guy's day? You know, what do you think? I mean, I like to I like to believe that it's the latter of the two. I would like to think that there are people in this world mm-hmm. that would give me the fries and then say. Also an onion ring. On the house. Onion ring on the house. On the house. Onion ring on the house. As compared to somebody who's going to charge you 11 cents for the hey, onion ring. There are some people like that. I mean, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, you work, you know, you worked in food. I did. I worked still in do food. In the food industry as a night, as a sort what of. What am I trying to say? He's I a sandwich artist. He's a sandwich artist. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Thanks. Right. I had that in my head before. Um, so, I mean, so we said best best bonus food. Mm, now, what right. about food in general? Okay. What are we thinking? Like, like this is the best food. Like, last last supper, last supper meal, oh, last if you want to call it that. Okay. Let's, well, let's call it last Yeah, dinner. let's call it last yeah. dinner. We'll call it last <laughs> dinner meal. <laughs> okay. Your final... Meal and dinner okay. specifically. Last so this dinner. is at night. You know what? Let's just draft fantasy draft. Okay, fantasy we're gonna do a fantasy draft. Um and we're creating a dinner. Yeah, creating a dinner. So so let's say are we saying you need to have like the parts of a meal or just just best top five that, meals? I think that's more top five meals. Top, top five, five meals. meals. Okay, right, yeah, we'll we can do, do it. let's do it. And it's a it's a draft, so it's a draft. once it's off the board, it's off the board. Yeah. Okay. Snake, right? Yes. So We'll go Adam, Jared, Ryan. Sure. And then in that, in that, okay, great. Okay. So I'm starting us off. So you are going to pick your very best last dinner meal. Last dinner meal specifically. There's a lot of good meals. Oh, man. And like, what is, what's the, it's like the roast that mm. we make with the sandwiches in the crock. Yeah, what's the yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi, Mississippi mud. mud roast. Man, mm. explain it. It's explain it. Sure. Okay, so it's a beef roast that you put in a crock pot. Ranch dressing packet, onion soup packet. You know, um, it it all winds up getting just cooked down, shredded, and then you and then you put it on. You put it on a roll. A roll yeah. with provolone cheese, or pe- oh, pepper jack, Toledo's, and, and then mustard, pepper cheese. Oh yeah, man, dude. That's. I feel like that that one's more nostalgic for me than it is. Okay. 
like so, actual taste wise. So if it really is your last dinner, you'd be like, yeah, oh yeah, this is. Okay. So you're going Mississippi. Okay. I mean, that's the one I I thought off off the bat. Yep, that's a good one. Mississippi, what's it called? Mississippi, Mississippi mud. Mississippi yeah, I'll, mud. I'll share a recipe with you. You'll, you'll okay. love it. Okay. All right, Jared, what do you got? You know, I think I'm going to go brisket. Mm. Wow. I okay. I love That's a good brisket one. if it's done right. All right. It's so flavorful. You don't even need sauce on it. Mm-hmm. The sauce would be great, but it doesn't really matter. I'm going brisket number one. Okay. Um, I'm going. I mean, it's got to be some kind of like steak. Um, Probably ribeye filet. I feel like a a filet with like a nice like Parmesan crust on it or something. Okay, very good. You're gonna go. You're gonna go filet. 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 Wow. Um, and it's a snake, so I get the next pick, right? Yeah. Um, man, what do I even do after this one? Well, you got red meat. Yeah. Um, hmm. um, I'd probably say, ooh, there are so many good options. I feel like maybe like a pasta, like a, a I'm with you on yeah, it. I think you definitely pasta. Mix probably, up. Ooh, man, there's so many good pastas. Why am I picking all these uh, things with a lot of options? Spaghetti, spaghetti with meatballs, just classic. Any mm. specific place? Or does your mom make like my a fantastic? Mom, yeah, yeah, right. I'm, she makes pretty good meatballs. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Okay. So All right. Meatballs. All right. So I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna mix it up too. I'm moving away from. Away from barbecue. I got some beef in there, dude. I love I love fried chicken. I think fried, fried chicken's chicken. delicious. That's yeah. A good, good pick right there. So. Any specific. <laughs> specific. Kind like yeah, like a place that like, you get fried chicken. Yeah, you know, I I mean Popeyes is great. Um, I mean KFC probably isn't the the best fried. You know, you know, it's got great fried chicken. Sunday night, if you want great fried chicken, you go to um, Cracker Barrel. Really? Oh my heavens! That fried chicken is to die for. It's really peppery. It's so good. That sounds delicious. Oh. I've never had the fried chicken at Cracker Barrel. We're going right. tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for my second pick, yeah, I'm gonna have to go to a different time in the day and go breakfast for dinner. Okay. Do you want me to specify what specifically? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm definitely one of the guys to get like the everything, like big meal at any breakfast diner place. Yeah. 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 A little bit of everything. So we're talking eggs, pancakes, probably. If not French toast, depends on how I'm feeling. Um, but you, only can, you can only pick, pick one pick pancakes pick one. or French toast. Okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna pick. Let's go blueberry pancakes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm definitely gonna prefer sausage over bacon because it's more filling. Okay. And hash browns. Wow. Gotta throw them in there. Coffee, obviously. <laughs> but you're, you're picking the whole wow. thing. The entire thing. <laughs> Are you getting hungry? I mean, you want me to specify, I'm just going to pick every single. Okay. Well, I mean, that's. Item. Pro- yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> blueberry pancakes with yeah. sausage, hash browns, and coffee. And eggs. And eggs. Maybe a fruit salad if I'm feeling it. Okay. Depends. Okay. That's enough. You're, wow. you're yeah, that's plenty of food. I'm just taking stop. all the food. You're you can't, you can't take any of those items. <laughs> that's <now>. enough. <laughs> 
No eggs. No. Blueberry pancakes. On on another day, I'm going to fight you over French toast being better than pancakes. I was thinking that. I am going to fight you for real. That's a tough decision for me. Like, Mm. I'm not decided. Yeah, well, it's not for me. It's French toast. However, a a different day. Another day. Okay. Save that for another podcast. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm going to got it. I'm, let's see here. Do I get another one? Or is that not how they, this yeah, works? Oh, do. actually, he does, do. doesn't yeah, he? Crummy. Yeah, I know. Dude, let's I tried go. to snake one out. Yeah. Okay, your, your let's turn. Let's see. What have we taken? So we have... So we have Mississippi Mud mud Roast? Is that what you call yes. it? Pot roast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, blueberry pancakes, brisket, fried chicken, filet, and spaghetti with meatballs. Man. Last meal. And we're talking dinner. Um... This is a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. I know. Food conversations with guys is the best, though. Yes. Yeah. Top three oh. guy topic. Yeah. We don't maybe, even have maybe to do number five. One. If you guys want to stop at three, we can stop yeah, at three. But should, I'm just... Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll um, see. Let's see how it goes. I I think I have to go... I don't know. I'm going to have to go with like a fish fry. Good one. Interesting. What kind of fish? Interesting um, Yeah. I'm white a, fish? Like, yeah, like, like a white fish. Like, Northern Pike or, or Wally or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That, you got, you know, tartar sauce if you want to use it. Oh, yeah, but you don't have to pick all the condiments. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So you're going fish fry. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. that's a good one. Jared? Hmm. I might go Chinese food. Oof. Take out? Any specific? I love, I love me some Chinese food. Best Chinese food place. That you've ever eaten from? That I've ever eaten from? Yeah. You would laugh at me if I actually answered this question. Okay. (laughs) You know, I bet Bob would know this place. Back when we were growing up, there was this little hole in the wall place in Crest Hill called Asia Chef. And it was a dirtbag establishment. (laughs) And the food was amazing. Really? Oh, yeah. You could go there. Load up on because it was like a buffet. Yeah, you could oh. you could load up on anything you wanted. The food was terrific. Yeah. It was Dude. it was cheap, but the place was it was clean. When yeah. I say dirtbag, I'm not saying like it was a disgusting establishment. Yeah. I just mean like a little local hole in the wall spot that you fall in love with because it's in your neighborhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then one day you just wake up and it's gone, and wow. part of your soul is gone with it. That's a shame. Yeah, Asia Chef, I'll never forget See, it. There, there's a, there's a tragic story behind that. I so bet. that's that's my number right. three, Chinese food. Um, I think my last pick's got to be like Mexican food. So I mean, either like tacos, probably or something. Yeah, tacos. I think steak tacos. That's such a good one. I was hoping it would it would steak last, tacos. but I'm so mad that it's off the board. So that's three picks. Do we want to go to five, or do we are we stopping? I guess I could keep going. All right. I don't know how easy it's going to be for me to pick two more. Well. Let's figure it out. Let's let's try it. Should we? Well, we are at twenty minutes. Okay. So, we'll so keep so going. Next, <laughs> next topic. Next yeah. topic. <laughs> well, would you want? To, well, who's coming to our dinner? Oh yeah, oh, we got to yeah. talk about that. Top three. Top, top three, three people. Top three people. Let's just come up with a top top three. Okay. List, okay. List of okay three people. Um. Wow. Any person. Any person that's that's been alive. Okay. No fictitious people. Okay. Okay, so Wolverine. Have been alive, they don't need to be alive? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Somebody that, yeah. if they've already passed away, that's that fine. Has they can come back for just this right. meal. Walk the earth. Do, am I starting this one then? Sure. Or, absolutely. No, did I start the last one? Just, yeah, start yeah. it. Okay. All you. Um, 
first things first, I'm just going to get the best one and say Jesus <laughs> because it's such a church kid answer. I'm, I'm taking him off the board before someone else can say him. Well, if, if he's going, he should go number one. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Very good. Okay. Well, you leave me to follow up with... How do, follow how do you follow Jesus? Yeah. How do you follow <laughs> Jesus? You know? Um, man. You know who I'd like to have dinner with? C.S. Lewis. I would love to have dinner with... And I would love to have dinner with C.S. Lewis, especially if Jesus was invited. Dude, because I'm saying the conversation is going to be amazing. Think I wouldn't say a word. Yeah. Yeah. You just let him talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's a good answer. Oh, yeah. I'm going a completely different route. I'm going yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Could you imagine those three? <laughs> those three. <laughs> Jesus, C.S. Lewis, and Jerry Seinfeld. Wow. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> He's Jewish, too, is he not? He is Jewish. Well, that so would really be interesting. Some tension yeah. there, maybe. Or maybe not. No, I bet. He, I bet. Well, geez, I bet Seinfeld would love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So think okay. about that. Jesus. Let's, who else is around this table? Adam, you're next. Just, just, oh, we can just, keep, who we can just okay. keep going. Um, who am I eating dinner with? I want to, th- I would, like, because you want to enjoy the conversation. It's got to be funny. You know, it's yeah. got to be, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. maybe a little thought provoking. Well, I think we've got that in we space. Got, yeah, so yeah we've got that enough. <laughs> we've got that covered. So, um, I want somebody who can tell, like, the craziest and weirdest stories. Yeah. Who's I'm, going, I'm going Dave Papage. <laughs> He's coming to my, You're going to have Dave. He's coming to my last dinner. <laughs> just, just picture with this Jesus. for our listeners. Yeah, picture yourself right. at a table with some Chinese food from what's the place called? Yeah, China from, Chef. Uh, yeah, okay. With Asia Chef. Asia, Asia Chef. Chef. Asia yeah. Chef. Yeah. With Dave Jesus, yep. C.S. Lewis, Jerry Seinfeld, and Dave Papage. Wow. wow. All right, who else we got? Two more. Let's see. Who Who is gonna be we have an insane lineup right now yeah this is pretty good um let's go uh let's get let's let's get an american president in there a lot of good options oh sure a lot of bad options also yeah Yeah. but maybe a bad option is a good option maybe that's a good point right you could really roast some you know (laughs) you bring him there just (laughs) to make fun of him (laughs) you did everything what are they gonna do You were the worst. Um, let's bring, let's bring, uh, let's bring George Washington. Yeah. Cheap, cheap Classic. answer. Yeah. But let's, no, you know, that's, that's good. Well, yeah. we'll throw him in there. All right, all right. To round out our lineup, yes. Jesus, C.S. Yeah. Lewis, Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Papish, right, and George Washington. Correct. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. We gotta get a sports, yeah, sports guy one. in there. I mean, who's an all-time great? I Michael Jordan? I mean Michael's you know, he's yeah. an all time great. And he's definitely got stories too. Oh, for I mean, sure. Think about the people that he's been around. Right. Michael Jordan or I don't even know who else. Who's the first person to bail on this dinner? Like who's leaving the earliest? Like I you know, I'm I mean me. Who's gonna fake a call from his wife and be like, dude, I gotta go? Did you say me, Adam? Yeah, <laughs> I would get. I would get to the I room. Like, I, got, I got places. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh no, man, I'm, yeah. I'm not feeling so good. Yeah, guys. I got I small head out. Wife just called. Yeah, bounce. <laughs> um, I don't know who would leave first. I mean, I don't know. 
Probably George Washington. Pro- I mean, yeah. you know, no, those, yeah. po- those politicians. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I get that, but it's just like, you'd think that he would understand the courtesy of not like... Yeah, he does have that, that old know. English, right? Right. Like, yeah. r- so sure. I, don't, I don't know if I'd necessarily say... Maybe not George. George. Washington. Maybe Dave. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> does Dave listen to the podcast? Do we yeah. know? I mean, not yet, but once we tell him we that he's... Yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll listen to it. He'll get a kick out of it. Well, let's see. A couple weeks ago, we had you, Ryan, give your testimony um, and kind of share your story. This week, we're doing Adam's story. So, Adam, why don't you kind of uh, walk us through how you decided to make a relationship with Christ your own, right? Taking it from just something you did because, you know, your parents took you to... Now you're kind of owning it yourself, and then what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, um, grew up Christian household, Christian parents. Um, always been a, it's always been a part of my life, you know. So, it was always there. I always had it to guide me when I needed it. But as for taking it seriously, actually reading my Bible and, like, really digging into those things. That didn't happen till much more recently. I want to say that kind of that defining moment, if I had to choose a defining moment, it would have been either this previous Green Lake or like the one we just did or the one before that coming straight out of COVID and that whole mess. But um, it's like, I, I think... The reason that I choose those moments specifically is because just the contrast between the two, you go from this world that is just completely flipped upside down, you know, you have, I mean, it's just like having known that and experiencing that place, it really it made the decision obvious. Like, what am I doing? So when you say experiencing that place, do you mean the world prior to COVID? No, I'm talking about having that community of Christian people. Gotcha. You know, we're all together for those, what, four or five days. Speaking about Green Lake. Yes. Green Lake, the trip that our church goes on with our students. And... Being around those people, it's. I think the difference for me was living life before, it always felt like you're going and you're trying to impress someone. You're trying to perform for someone so that they might, they might decide to give you their time and attention and love and whatever you have it. But having gone there... And then, you know, you're trying, you're trying to meet new people, you're trying to get them to like you. And you're doing all these things that you did outside and just just be told that you don't need to do that. I just want you here with me. I love you as you are and I love you like the way you come. And it was just kind of that feeling that I got between like, you know, the leaders like Don and that kind of stuff, inviting me to do things, you know, and just including me like that was kind of the deal breaker for me. And so that's definitely something that I try to replicate to other people now. But 
it was experiencing that and then coming back and being able to be confident in myself and who I am through Christ. So, so you, do you feel like, um, you know, having the examples of the adult leaders, you know, um, looking out sort of for the, for the younger kids and being inclusive, Mm -hmm. do you feel like that's kind of your, your role right now or your purpose for God is to show that to the people who might not be seen as much? Yeah. Um, I definitely say it's a part of my job. I think that between being a leader at church and, you know, in the high school's marching band and in um, Boy Scouts, I'm the, well, I'm the one running the troop at a youth level. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids that look up to me. And as, like, as weird as that is to say, I'm not somebody to like really put myself on a pedestal, so to speak. I try to avoid it as much as possible. But the fact is that when you get into those positions, people can see you. People see what you do and they pay attention to you and what, how you act. Mm-hmm. And so definitely in those positions, it's important to you know, know how to show what God has done in my life Mm -hmm. and kind of how that's sorry. I kind of rambling on. I'm losing my train of thought here. What's the point I'm trying to get across? Um, I think it's just, it's important for you to understand how to take what you believe and then show that through your actions so that when other people are seeing you, they're seeing the love of Christ through you. Thank you for, you're very welcome. Yeah. Because I've always been somebody to, or I've been taught lead by example because I'm not somebody who goes and invites, you know, my entire school to come to church with me. You know, I've invited very few people to church, not because I'm necessarily afraid, just because it's hard. It's a mm-hmm. difficult thing yeah. to do. And, you know, props to the people who do it because. Grace Sanders. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Shout out. Yep. Shout out. We're real life superhero. And you're not kidding. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, It's just, at the very least, I have to be a good example. And that's kind of the standard that I've tried to hold myself accountable to. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I know, and I don't know why that's the case with, with Christian people. We all feel the need to, to want to impress or or gain the acceptance of an unbelieving world yeah and and maybe that's in part because we would like them to accept our message or we're just looking for a way to feel comfortable in our own skin right whatever it happens to be we don't have to impress anybody we just have to be truthful and and love one another you know Kind of leads me into kind of, you know what it means to be useful, and so today I wanted to talk to you guys about Romans. Uh, pardon me, no, I'm teaching Romans in a small group. Revelation three, the verse is verse sixteen, and basically the verse is this: So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. So Jesus is saying, I'll even go verses in front. I know your deeds. He's talking to the Laodicean church. And neither you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either hot or cold. 
but because you are lukewarm, you're neither hot or cold, and I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Now, I grew up thinking that that verse meant that I was supposed to always be on fire for God, and I was not sure how I was going to be able to do that. How you wake up every single day and just make you know, make him that priority and always be on fire for God, which then led me to believe that maybe my salvation or was, was in question because I had these times where I would doubt or I would put myself first or I would, I would not be on fire. I would be in kind of like this, you know, this lull. But that's not at all what the verse is saying. It doesn't have anything to do with with whether or not you're on fire or or away from God. What what Jesus is telling the Laodicean church is this. During this time, the Laodicean church was extremely wealthy. And they had they were very thin as far as their actions towards they didn't they didn't need anything because they were relying so heavily on their wealth. Jesus was referring to hot and cold as a water system that is delivered to Laodicea. So above Laodicea is Colossae and Aeropolis. They are two cities that have hot springs and clean cold water. Both of those cities deliver water to Laodicea, which is in the valley. And that water is delivered by aqueduct. And one brings hot water down and the other brings cold water down. And what's interesting is, is hot water is used for medicinal purposes. It's used for, for cleaning. You know, it's used, you know, you can drink hot water to, when, you're, when you're sick. Cold water is used for refreshment, for refrigeration. Both hot and cold have a purpose that's useful. But lukewarm does not. And that is something that Laodicea would know. Because as the hot water would travel down the aqueduct, it would cool. And as the cold water would travel down the aqueduct, it would warm. See, they couldn't drink their own water because it was full of calcium. They would spit it out of their mouth. Same thing with lukewarm water. It's not useful for medicinal purposes. It's not useful for refrigeration. So Jesus is saying, listen, you understand what I'm saying to you. Be hot. Be useful. Be cold. It has purpose. It's useful. But right now, your actions are not useful. You're relying too heavily on your wealth. You're, you know, you're, not, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so how can we in our everyday walk be useful to Christ? What verses kind of share that information? What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I like the from Ephesians 2, you know, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. And I think that that last part, which God prepared in advance for us to do, that we all have our own use and our own purpose for the kingdom. You know, like Adam talked about um, his purpose, and we all have ours, and I think that's, that's a huge part of it. Yeah, I love that verse because it shows that there is a purpose, that there is a plan, a design for each one of us. What do you think, AJ? Um, the verse I chose was coming from Romans 12, too. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Okay. So even in that verse, you know, there is a purpose and a plan for us. Right. 
you know, we, we have, and we're supposed to be, you know, sharpening our minds with, with both, both study and, you know, and, and making sure that we, that we, our, our actions are pure. I, so like the first part of that verse stood out to me because when we talked about earlier, um, you know, sometimes Christians like to gain approval from the world. Right. When in reality, it's, we don't need an approval because we have our identity in, in Jesus. So when it talks about don't conform to the pattern of this world, I mean, I connect it to you don't need to. I mean, it's like some, it, sometimes it feels like we should or it's, it's easier to, but we have an identity in Jesus. So by not conforming to the pattern of this world, you remain in that identity. What does it take to do that? You know? It takes courage, right? Like it takes courage not to conform because you are literally going against the flow. And, and it's pretty clear. You, we don't have to do those things. We're not searching for our identity of, uh, out in, the, in this world. We've already been given an identity. That's awesome. I love that verse. Yeah. Anything else? Um. I don't know if it has to pertain to specifically what we were talking about, but I've been spending the last week or two reading through Matthew. Oh, very and good. so I got like 20 chapters in, and then I was like, because I was listening to it rather than actually reading it, so I felt like half the information is just going in my ears and just out the other. So I went back, I started reading it, and then I would take notes, and then you know write down something that sticks out to me, and then write down my prayer afterwards. And so, either there, in Matthew specifically, I recall them talking about Jesus telling uh, on the Sermon on the Mount how to decipher between good people and bad, or and the bad by their fruit. Sure. The good tree produces good fruit, the bad tree produces bad fruit. Sure. And so, obviously, I don't know which book it's in, but they talk about how I believe Jesus is the vine and the vine that doesn't produce good fruit is cut off and burned. Yeah. And so it's in John and then connecting back to that. I remember when Brian told us, and this is stuck with me every single, like the first time I heard it is the fact that God doesn't need us. Yeah. It's this idea of we have been given a use and it's our job to then go and chase after it. Because in reality, you know, we're sinful, broken people. And if we're not useful, you know, that's right. kind of it. Yeah. Not to be morbid or anything, but... No, yeah, that's good. That, that stuck with me, too. Yeah. The, the fact that a God who can literally do anything would want us to help right. for his purpose. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I think that could be a whole discussion of its own of why... I mean, why that would even be a need. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's not a need for him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, I think this has been a good one, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's too. been real thoughtful. You know, I don't think most people understand how difficult it is to find, um, to find men who are willing to talk about anything other than sports, right? 
and food, food and, and, and girls. And girls. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Those are kind of like the very surface level things for men to talk about. Yeah. So when you get a group, even younger guys, well, especially younger guys, it's even harder still to get, you know, because you'll be in the workforce and the majority of men are just going to be very surfacey. Let's just talk about, you know, the game. Let's just talk about our favorite meals, you know, those types of things. Mm-hmm. To get them to, to talk about things that are important like this is incredibly difficult. Yeah. And so um, I, I feel very fortunate to be to be a part of this and with you guys. So to, uh, so thank you. Yeah, you're so very welcome. <laughs> you are so welcome, dude. It's the things that really matter. Yeah, yeah, the important stuff. Well, Ryan, you want to take us out? Sure. I mean, thanks everybody for listening to the Circle of Drain podcast with Ryan, Adam, and Jared. See ya. See you. Bye. <laughs>